Ian? Yes, Dave. Sid? Oh, hi. Sorry. <laughs> I messed that up. <laughs> okay, We're not cutting that. Let's say it. <laughs> okay. We've tricked yet another person uh, into appearing on our silly podcast. Uh, it is Sid, automotive uh, photographer and artist. Um, welcome to uh, Apex Adjacent. Hi, thank you. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. So, so we came, like you came into our view by way of Twitter um, because of the awesome art that you do. I can't remember who retweeted it or liked it to bubble it up in our feed, but uh, I saw a picture of a black Saab air freshener that you made and instantly like i was i bookmarked your site i was uh you know i was waiting for the shop to open oh my god yeah so like uh for anybody who doesn't know uh tell us a little bit about yourself and about your shop uh yeah okay so um my name is sid obviously um i'm an automotive photographer as like my day job and then as a side thing I run a shop called Oho, uh, which I make, um, I don't really know how to explain, just like car art, a lot of weird cars. Um, I mean, you're going through it right now. It kind of yeah. gives you an idea on there. Um, but yeah, that's what I do. Um, if you have any more questions, I can go more in detail, but that's like a brief overview. Yeah. So what was like, give us the idea of starting a shop, like, you know, putting up, like making it, how do you get to not making a Saab air freshener and then making a Saab <laughs> air freshener, you know? Um, so like this, I started the shop about a year ago. Um, I think last March, it was kind of when the pandemic got pretty serious, at least where I live, like our city was one of the first to like shut down and um, being like the winter, I live in New England. So like being the winter already, like photography, um, kind of shuts down for me in October. So I was already not doing anything and now we're in lockdown. Um, So it was hard time. So I started drawing in my room and I would post my art to Instagram and I would get responses of like, oh, these would be such good stickers. You're like, oh, put them on a t-shirt. And I was like, oh, like, of course my friends would probably like that, but I can't imagine anyone else really being interested in that. Um, So I finally had a few stickers made up. Um, I think I maybe had like 10 sets of stickers and like 20 of each. <laughs> and I I made a little site for them. And I didn't really expect anyone to actually buy them. I figured like my close friends would pity me and like <laughs> maybe buy a couple. Um, so I threw up an Instagram post and I was like, hey, like anyone who asked about my art, I made a site for it. Uh, feel free to pick up a few or whatever. And I put it up. And for the rest of the day, like I did my thing, I was drawing and, you know, editing photos and I got a message from someone and I can't remember who it was, but it was like one of my friends and they sent me a message that was like, Hey, um, I really want this sticker of yours. Do you have any more of them? And I was like, well, yeah, they're on the site, but like, I can also just send you some if, if you don't want to order through there. And they're like, no, like it says it's sold out. And I was like, what? There's what? So I figured I made a mistake. So I go on the site and it's like 75 orders like in the first day. And I was like, I don't even have envelopes. Like I was going to steal my dad's envelopes. And so um, that's kind of how it all started is I was like in this like kind of depressive rut of like, oh, I have no work right now. I have nothing to motivate me. Like pandemic sucks. Obviously a lot of people have it worse living in my dad's house. Um, And after that, I was like, oh, people actually like my art. And of course, I've been doing art for, 
I don't know, I'm 21 now, but like I've been making art since I was like a little kid and I've never really sold any of it or like I've never really tried to make a profit off of it because as all artists feel like, oh, my stuff sucks, nobody wants it. Um, so that was kind of an eye-opening moment of like, oh, like this might be a sustainable thing, like making a shop of weird car art, um, you know, has potential. And so that was kind of the start of it. Uh, but I can, again, answer any questions like about <laughs> going further with it. No, that that's amazing. Like it's, <laughs> that's fantastic. I love that, like super low expectation of maybe someone will want this. And then like that sheer terror of like 75 orders, like in your inbox. Yes. That's fantastic. Right. Yeah. So Thank like, you. so what was, what was in the initial run? I think you might've given us a picture that has like some of your initial run stuff in it. Um, yeah, I did. Um, It's like a picture probably of like, I don't know, my little office at my dad's house. Yeah, those. Yeah, there um, we go. So I think that might have been the second run because some of those I don't think were in the first. But like, again, this was me like operating this out of like little plastic bins and yeah. um, using envelopes. And I was handwriting all of the addresses. Um, and that was my setup. I was just doing that out of my dad's house. And um, now it's turned into a, a little bit bigger <laughs> of a thing. That's yeah. Awesome. It's it's fantastic. Like so, uh, for the for the cars that kind of like made their initial run as stickers, or like, what is it about an individual car or like a mode of transportation that like makes you want to draw it or make art about it? Like, what draws you towards it? Um, I'd say there's a couple of things. Like similar to photography, I got really into cars based on like aesthetics. I don't really care about you know the mechanical part of them or you know driving fast. Like obviously that's fun, but that's not really what got me into cars it was like aesthetics of them sure and so all of the cars i've drawn or made stickers of or cars that either like i love and would love to photograph or just like cars i've seen that i like or um yeah it's it's not really any deeper than that other than just like cars i've seen that i really like um especially doing weird cars because for me like being a sob enthusiast which we can dive into that <laughs> hole later on oh um, we will <laughs> <laughs> there's no sob merch online or it's like stuff that's like saved off google images and put onto a t-shirt and then on ebay it's horrific so mm -hmm. i wanted to make stickers for people uh who have interest in like weird cars like that and i'm not saying sob is the weirdest but that was an example for me it's like i wanted to buy sob stickers i wanted a sob right. mug but like where do you get it um so that was kind of the whole idea of keeping it kind of weird. Um, there is more generic stuff now that I do, but that's only because like I want to have something for everyone. Like I, I have vintage stuff, I have JDM stuff, I have European stuff, like kind of all over the map. Um, but there's not many other shops out there where you can get the whole mix. <laughs> right. No, you're exactly yeah. right. Like you, you cast a wide net and that is awesome because like, your style carries through to so many different like genres of cars like the yeah. J jdm stuff to like sob to you know like the ferrari stickers that you have like the f40 like it's an adorable right. f40 like i mean you know that's it's <laughs> Thank you. it's so great and it's it's really cool to see somebody's take on like just the kind of like this like i don't know like this like layer of aesthetics within cars that is so cool and and i also right. love that like so many times like somebody doesn't have the video game that they want so they make it themselves somebody doesn't have the like sob sticker that they want so they exactly. make it themselves like that is such an awesome thing and and it's so great that you do that yeah thank so, you so one thing i want to ask about since we're we're talking about kind of the, the general aesthetics and we're looking at this uh 
great picture of your your kind of office setup is that <laughs> you're 21 uh, yeah. and a lot of these cars are kind of of like the 80s sort of era and i noticed because i have the same uh 12 inch single you have that soft sell uh both on <laughs> vinyl and on tape yes. yes so it seems like the 80s are maybe sort of a big deal to you so what what is it about that kind of like era of both like i mean it seems like that era of art right like of car design and and music sort of kind of draws you in so what 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 makes a 21 year old in 2021 uh gravitate towards soft sell and uh, a 40-year-old sob? That's a really good question. I don't know how to answer it. Um, I don't I feel like it's one of those things where people are like, oh, I was born in the wrong generation. It's like, no, but those mm -hmm. times weren't that good. Like, obviously, the 80s were not perfect in any way. Um, <laughs> <Right>. But the art, <laughs> yeah, but the art that came from it um, and music and all that stuff and obviously cars, um, I really do like. Um, but I'm not against modern stuff but sure i don't know i just have a love for old for retro aesthetic i mean the radwood thing like it's it's yeah. that it's i don't it's not nostalgic to me because i was never a part of that time but um there's still a weird love and enjoyment for it because it's the stuff i grew up with you know when you grow up kind of lower income all of your stuff is hand-me-downs all the movies you're watching are tapes from the 80s like i think it probably stems from that if i'm being honest no okay that's, that's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you like, do you have like a car that like you saw when you were younger where you kind of like you started noticing cars? Like we kind of call this like car puberty on the show. Like when I was a little kid, I was maybe like six or eight. I saw in one of those old Eagle station wagons, like the oh my four God. by four Eagles. Right. And I, like little Dave, little like bowl cut, you know, Dave was like, that's yeah. like that. I didn't know what it was like beyond that. It was different. And I liked it, you know? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't. So weird. I don't really know how to like jump into this topic, but yeah. I never had an interest in cars as a kid. Like I don't come from like a car family. I don't have sure. car friends. Um, my first car was a gift from my dad and it was a huge deal because again, like coming from like not a lot of money, like I didn't expect to get a car until like I was like my age now. Right. Um, so this was a huge deal to me. And when I asked him what it was, I was like, Oh my God, like, what is it? Cause he told me like, Oh, I finally found you a car, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, it's a sob. And I was like, Oh, okay. Um, what is that? Like, I expected like a Camry or like, you sure. know, what everyone's first car is like something like old right. Camry from early 2000s. <laughs> right. And he was like, I don't know. I think it's like something Swedish. And I was okay. like, oh, okay. That's so amazing. I went down the rabbit hole of Googling like, what is Saab? Why doesn't Saab exist anymore? Like, all that stuff. <laughs> and um, I got my car like a few days later and like I was super excited because I had finally had like that freedom of, oh, I don't have to be hiding in my bedroom all the time. Like I can go for long drives and all that stuff. And so I was so absorbed into like, I don't know. I, do you ever see those YouTube videos that are like, why this restaurant doesn't exist anymore? Like whatever happened to this TV show that was doing so well? Like, so I dived into that hole, but like with Saab. Sure. Um, yeah. And became obsessed with it for some reason. And then I was like, well, what happened to Hummer then? What happened to all these other GM things? Why did they kill them? <laughs> and again, like I was like a 16 year old girl. There's no really reason for me to be this invested in this stuff. Like I should have been doing schoolwork. Um, and that's when I got so deep into Saab's history of like, oh, like they had the 900 and all these other cars that are beautiful. So I'd say like 
when I came across a picture online of a red 900, I was like, oh, this is it. And again, we can go further into that later, whenever. Sure. But yeah. um, the red 900, I was like, oh, I need that. So that's kind of where it started. But again, that was like 16, 17. So I'm, I'm very new to it. Well, and just to put it in perspective for everybody and make everyone, including myself, feel old, yeah. you were probably what, like 11 years old when Saab went away? Yes. Yeah. 11 or 12. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so yeah, that like, I remember when that happened and it was just like, oh no. Right. Yeah. But like, I'm thinking of a parallel, like the Pixies had broken up by the time I learned who they were, right? Oh my right. God. Okay, and like, and they're one of my top bands of all time, right? Like I love, I love them so much, but like, right. you know, I was a little late, right? And I had to catch the reunion tour, which was awful, right? <laughs> but, <Of course. laughs> right? But, but yeah, so like seeing something that has gone away, like, and then having the opinion of like, well, that shouldn't have happened. Like I, like, yes, it, that's you know the TV show that runs for one or two seasons that gets canceled. You know, like that kind of stuff. Right. Like, it, like there's so much to like get drawn in, and it's so easy to love stuff like that. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and and I, I think too, like sometimes those late converts, you end up weirdly having more ownership over it than than someone who had it and was like, oh, well, well, that was fun. That's over now. (laughs) Right. You're Uh, invested. You're invested, you know, like, yeah, I think that's a common response. It totally makes total sense to me. Yeah. So, so tell us about your SPG. I'm going to pull up some pictures of it, of your red Saab 900. Yeah. um, Okay. So for context, I had a red 900 before the one we're about to look at. Okay. Um, It was, horrendous it was terrible it had (laughs) holes in the floor pans um it was a non-turbo it was dented and scratched and it was pretty bad so i had that for about a year and i was ready to go on my first road trip with it like ever first road trip ever was super excited i was going to a sob event of course oh cool and I just want to have like, again, I'm not being a car person. I was like, I just want to have someone look it over and make sure it's ready to go like 600 miles. So I brought it to a sob shop in Boston. And at this point I was in college. So I'm like, I don't know, probably 19 at this point. And I get a call in class and it's the shop. And I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. Like, I bet it's in great shape. I bet it's perfect. (laughs) And they call me and they're like, okay, so this car is going to need a minimum of $5,000 in work. Um, And they were like, the transmission is about to bomb and everything is screwed up. Like all the boots and belts and all that junk is ripped apart. And it it was awful. Oh no, your uh, sweet summer child having a feeling (laughs) of optimism when you see your mechanics number pop up is a feeling that I cannot relate to whatsoever. Like I don't think I've ever had that feeling. Yeah, I've never never known that. And I've owned some reliable cars uh, in addition to bad ones, but... Yeah. Usually when I pick, when I hit answer, it's like, well, here we go. And then, you know, let's see, see how poor I'm going to be. So, so what did you, continue. what did you do? Yeah. Oh, full on mental breakdown, like oh. full crying, full sobbing. I was like, this is my yeah. child. Like, how could they say this? Like, I don't believe them. This is, and like, obviously I did, like, they seem trustworthy. It was a sob shop. Sure, like, sure. um, I knew people who knew them. You're going through uh, the stages. The stages yeah, I'm, of, I'm, I'm uh, processing. Of I'm grieving. It's a whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
I text a friend of mine who specializes in sob parts like he's like a sob part retailer like new and old and um i was like i just need help like i don't know who else to go to and he's trying to find like a transmission for it and all this stuff and then we kind of came to the conclusion of like why are we doing this like this car is worth nothing it's a non-turbo it's beat to shit like it's not worth putting an or paying anyone to do that kind of work so um I ended up pulling all the parts off it that I put, like I put like the fun Inca wheels on it and like roof racks. And I, I took all that off and I sold it, you know, as is and was very sad. Sure. <laughs> so a few months later I was graduating college and I was like, all right, I can't live like this anymore. Like I need a fun car. I need a sob again. So I started looking for a red turbo stop that was my two stairs i don't care what it has to be red it has to have a turbo um and i was looking for weeks and weeks and weeks and then on my birthday one popped up on sobnet which is a website that still exists oh yeah and, and it's like beautiful and plain text right like <laughs> yeah it's old. right yeah. um so that car the one you're looking at now is the one that i did buy it was in idaho um i had it shipped over here and same situation had a mechanic look at it and they were like Oh no! Like, why do you do this to yourself? <laughs> uh, did they not have stop mechanics in Idaho? Well, so so they did, and I actually had like a pre-owners. Like, I mean, it was like a three thousand dollar car, but I had like a pre-owners inspection done on it. But it took like two weeks. The guy clearly, I mean, he, uh, with peace and love, he was like a million years old and like did not want to work on my car, even mm-hmm. look at it. Um, so all the issues that the person here found, the guy in Idaho did not find. Gotcha. Um, so the photo you're looking at now is a uh, local sound mechanic who works out of his garage. And that is me getting the car back from him after he fixed like minor. Th- I don't really remember what was wrong with it. It needed like new CV boots and a bunch of stuff like that. Sure. Um, but the car was perfect. Like the body was perfect. Like the mechanicals were mostly good. Um, but yeah, so, so that's the story of this one. And like, I think throughout the photos I sent you, it's kind of the process of like making it the car I wanted so it wasn't an spg i right. wanted an spg so well, i made it into an spg right and you oh, had nice. concept art that you drew like were you drawing the car before you owned it yes yeah no this is what i was like sending <laughs> to people awesome. being like if you see a car that looks like this like let me know <laughs> <laughs> that's so awesome that yeah. is rad yeah did Saab make an spg in red so my car is a flat nose they did not make a red flat nose because um, this is like an early, early SPG would be like, I think gray or black, like a gray. Right. Um, sorry, my I'm my brain is fried. No, um, that's OK. Yeah. But the flat noses were they had the SPGs, but they were not in red. So anybody who's like deep into this would know my car is like a clone, but I don't go around saying it's like a real SPG. Like right. I kind of tell people it's a clone. Okay. Right. The yeah. most important thing is that it looks like you want it to look, right? Like, yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. That's that's the important thing, right? Like right. if anybody like gets all like yeah, like <laughs> screw them, right? That's right. not what that's not what we're about. That's not what we're here for. So Of course. Yeah. So the interior, like how was it? No holes in the floor? So, like Yeah, yeah. so like, the floor fans <laughs> are good. This is the original interior which was beige and like as you can see in the back seat, it was not really great so sure i did all of this is all now a charcoal color i don't think i have a good picture of it but this is all torn out everything oh wow right on yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. And here it is all gutted from the car. So like, so were you, was this primarily like money savings? Like, like I, I can't pay someone to do the work. So I need to like, I need to figure this out to get it where I want. Like talk us through like that kind of learning curve and, and your work with it. Yeah. Um, so again, coming from like zero prior car experience or like working on cars, um, I had a really good friend, the guy I mentioned earlier who, you know, retails and saves sobs and all that. Yeah. Um, he was super helpful with like finding the parts I needed, like, especially the black interior. Um, I was lucky enough to find all like the little bits and pieces and saving those old Inca wheels and saving the louvers. Um, but anything I didn't have, he was able to help me get. Um, so some of the pictures you're seeing here, he was actually in there helping me with some of the stuff. Um, and honestly, without his help, like it would not have been possible sure, um, to yeah. do all this. But a lot of it, I ended up doing by myself, like removing the dash eight times because I didn't put um, the proper gauges. It was a whole thing. Um, <laughs> That's okay. But, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Right. That's so great. Um, right. Yeah. No, but yeah, those, the, wheels are fantastic those inca wheels yeah. are amazing so yeah 80s, right great. it's perfect it's perfect and so here it is with the roof rack with the louvers with the inca wheels like yep it looks so great and then i think do we have one of the of with uh the oh yeah this is before the body kit yeah right right oh man yeah the sob sport and rally logo that is yep. just gorgeous and then look at this i mean come on right that's, yeah, that's fantastic. It's brilliant. It looks so <laughs> good. Yeah, yeah. So, were you ever t- able to take this on a road trip? Like, how long have you had it in this state? Like, yeah. So I would say it was completed probably by some the end of summer twenty twenty. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So kind of recent. I like haven't really road tripped it much other than like going to Cape Cod and back because we have like a little Cape house um that my grandmother owns so like not really any major road trips but definitely like around new england nice that's all, i mean like right. when you when you see something like that it needs to be driven around new england like it <laughs> yes, yeah yes, uh, yeah i was gonna say like if you're gonna have a sob 900 uh like yeah. new england is pretty much its natural habitat in the u.s yeah i want like right. a cable knit sweater and a billy joel album and drive that car like that well, da- i mean dave's <laughs> dave's sob comes from new england as well yeah i have one that came from maine and is full of rust so yeah oh, wow, lovely. That's <laughs> yeah. What they mostly are up here but right yeah no that's fantastic sid it looks so Thank good you. yeah i appreciate it do you do you think that like with the lockdown and stuff like working on the art and working on the sob, like how did that help you like kind of during the initial lockdown or how did that kind of like, yeah. How did that impact you? Um, I would say the Oho thing, um, really helped because I, we, me and my friends started taking the lockdown seriously in like February, like we weren't going out, we were staying inside, like grocery shopping was the only place we go. Um, so definitely having Ohot and like being able to make art for people kept me from going insane. Like being right. in a room in my dad's house constantly, like not a great vibe when you're 21 years old and you want to be out doing things. Sure. Um, so yeah, so it definitely helped a lot. Yeah. Like car projects have, have seemed to help a lot of people through these times. Like, yes. yeah, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a nice like symmetry too, because uh, I'm sure there was a lot of people who were like trapped inside and 
uh, you know, buying car art is probably the closest thing that they were doing to right. social car things as well. Um, yeah. So, you know, you get, it was a bit of a, a symbiotic relationship there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, so, so let's talk about some of your photography. Like, how did you, how did you get into doing car photography? Sure. Um, so I went to a two-year photography program. When I mentioned college, I didn't actually go to college. I went to like a kind of like a trade school type deal. Um, it's a two-year program and you get a diploma when you graduate. There's no degree. Uh, but the first year, they kind of teach you photography basics, like how to use certain gear, how to use lighting equipment. Uh, and it's it's pretty intensive. Like people, when I said I didn't go to college and I went to a program, they're like, oh, that must have been so easy. It's like, no, it was like six days a week, 7 a.m. to 10 p.m. every single night. Whoa. Um, you commit your whole life to it for two years. And in the second year, you pick your majors. Like, do you want to be a documentary photographer? Do you want to be a commercial photographer? So I majored in editorial, which is magazines and uh, expressing stories through photos. And our teacher, or I guess mentor, really wanted us to shoot like people and shoot stories about humans doing things and um, that kind of stuff. And so when I told him, that I wanted to shoot cars, he didn't take it very well. Um, <laughs> and but I, I did it anyway. Cause I'm like, look, this is what I want to do. Like I want to shoot right. cars. And he was like, okay, if you can make this amount of images and you can find this many stories per week, then yeah, go ahead. You can shoot cars all you want. So every Sunday night I would sit down, I would email people and send people Instagram messages and be like, Hey, like, can I shoot you in your car? Like, I love the vibe you have in your profile. And that worked out really well. I was shooting four to five people in cars a week. And over the course of nine months, I built up a portfolio of all that stuff. And by the time I graduated, I ended up with editorial honors because (laughs) no one wanted me to do cars at first and ended up being the best portfolio out there. (laughs) Um, And... I guess that's kind of it. Like, and then after that, I, I mean, do you want me to go more into detail on how I started like getting jobs and stuff? Yeah. I, like, um, yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean like the state of like automotive media right now is really interesting and like people who right. have talent are still kind of making their way. So it's interesting to hear somebody who's like starting out now, you know? Yeah, right. absolutely. Right. Um, so I kind of went the old school way about it. I went to a Barnes and Noble, which I don't know, is Barnes and Noble like a nationwide <laughs> thing? Or is that like a New England yeah. thing? It's a bookstore. Yeah. Um, so I went there and if you know Barnes and Noble, they have like a very, a very big magazine section. So I went there and I picked up every single car, motorcycle, boat magazine they had. And I had a stack of them that was like four feet tall. And I sat down and I just started writing every single editor's name down and then i'd write like the publisher's address on it which i mean again sounds weird in theory but like it's a public public info um and i went home and i printed a bunch of photos of my sob like a really nice photo i took of it and i wrote every single editor a personal note and sent out like 75 postcards the next day to like in order to like find people to work for and because of that, I ended up getting like three or four emails of people saying, oh, like, we'd love to see you shoot something for us or, oh, your portfolio looks so good. Uh, and that was all just from writing postcards at Parts and Noble. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's super smart. That's, that's, that's really cool. It's like a very like old school way to, yeah. to get in touch Boots with. on the ground. Like, yeah. yeah. Pressing right. the flesh kind of way. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah. Yeah. And some of these photos, I think my favorite one, I went through the ones that you, you posted up in our, in our, um, in our OneDrive, And I think my favorite one is the one of the, the six series BMW with the Christmas tree on top. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I love it. that. Uh, yeah. Let me oh, see. Oh, that's a I... great picture too. I'm yeah. assuming this person is looking for parts to fix the <laughs> car. Cause that's where no, they've broken the down. Car. <laughs> this is a good one i swear yeah they're these pictures are incredible sid like this is amazing like a lifted uh porsche like a baja porsche yeah thank you so do, do you have any like uh any stories that you that you really like this story this picture's great too oh that, my god all the yeah, sunflowers, the sunflowers in the, yeah in the front of the 911 um are, are were there any like people that you've met or like stories that uh, you know that, that they had with their car that really like resonated with you when you were shooting all of these people in their cars yeah so um so to kind of connect the dots a little on oho there's a collab right now i'm doing with someone named lucky charm baby she has all the fun like lgbt friendly car stickers um so she's one of my close friends and we met because we both love sobs. And so like we connected okay. on Instagram and like, you know, it's fun when you find another girl that enjoys cars and it happens to be like the extinct car. <laughs> and um, this is all like all public info. So I think it's okay. I talk about it. Uh, but her father and her, they promised to work on a project together, making a Porsche, like a 944. And Unfortunately, before they could do that, he passed away of, oh, I think, cancer. I'm sorry cancer. to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Um, and he was like a big sob guy. So she, he was like a, a big a big deal in her life. So she went out and decided to buy her own Porsche 944. Like, I don't it, like I don't want to roast her car and say it wasn't in good condition. But, you know, it needed a lot of work. But her goal was like she wanted to complete that project in honor of her father. Sure. Um, and again... I can resonate with that as someone like who doesn't have any experience working on cars, someone who like went into that, like feeling very alone and like not knowing what to do. Um, and so the fact that she just like went ahead and did it and is currently working on it, like, I guess that's like one of the stories that like resonates with me the most. And I think is like the most powerful. Um, and she's also just like a fun person to hang out with and talk to. And she's really cool. So um, definitely that, but I that that's probably like the, probably the best that I can think of right now. No, that's, fantastic yeah yeah that's, that's i think amazing. i actually i might have included one of her photos in the photos i sent you it's like a girl walking in her garage oh um, yeah yeah I think yeah that's so that's her here. that's her okay yeah let me kick through these i can find it real quick yeah oh, it's yeah, i think it's number six yeah there we go okay yes that's an, an amazing photo yeah yeah there we go okay yeah <laughs> thank you no and it has a dog in it too like come on how great is that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. No, that's fantastic. Yeah, look at that. That 944, man. Yeah, right. that's really cool, Sid. Yeah. yeah. You've got an amazing eye. This is like I I'm an art school dropout. I like I went to art school for, <laughs> okay. you know, like a year and a half and like yeah. couldn't cut it. Like, yeah, no, you have a true a true talent. Yeah, that's for Thank sure. You. Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see here. So, um, yeah, what was it like to photo the M1? Like, to oh, yeah. take how, yeah, of the how did M1? that happen? Yeah. It's such a um, rare car. 
So I was down in Florida with my partner for a uh, BMW event type thing. And he has a close friend named Dirk who owns all these cars. Like he has a lot of really cool, like well-preserved BMWs. Um, So this like, wasn't like a paid shoot or anything. We were just in the area and we're like, Hey, like we want to do something fun on our day off. Like, can we come shoot one of your cars? And fortunately enough, he had the M1 like at his house. So uh, we went ahead and (laughs) and photographed that. So yeah, there's not much of a story behind that one, but it was super fun. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. Yeah. This just, this one of like just the hood angle is just, yeah. Mind bending. It's so good. Yeah. I mean, it's one of those, yeah, it's one of those ones that like the solo, you see the silhouette, you know, instantly what it is. Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever seen one in person. No, I haven't. Yeah. They're, yeah. they're incredibly rare. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. What's the license plate say? Mex. It's, I think it's Mex of M1. And if I can remember properly, the car came from Mexico. Like he okay. bought it from somebody in Mexico. Okay. Um, I don't really know what the of or DF maybe. I don't know what that means. I can't remember. But huh. I, yeah, I think the Mex is Mexico. Yeah. Right on. <laughs> oh, that's, that's amazing. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's a good color too, man. Yeah. So... That- Oh, go ahead, Ian. Yeah. No, I was just I was just gonna say that that eighties that eighties uh, BMW blue is just the best because they put that on the six series and like the eight series as well. Uh, I hear a synthesizer when I see that. Like, yes, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, so what what's next for you? Like, what are you what are you working on? What do you want to do next? What like what car do you want to acquire next like what yeah what do you see in the future okay um oh wise um i'll keep that short and sweet i really want to grow it more um yeah. right now it's just like stickers and keychains and stuff like that but i would really like to do some like clothing stuff um i don't want to be a hype beast brand but i do want to <laughs> offer people like sweatshirts and stuff because i've, I've had a lot of requests for it yeah um, car wise i do love my sub i love it a lot sure but sure i'm I'm not, I don't want to say I'm getting tired because every time I get it, it's super fun to drive and I love it. Um, but I want something new. So uh-huh. if you've seen my Twitter, I have been making multiple posts asking anyone to find me a white 944 non-turbo. I have a fat budget for it. Like just find me a white one in good shape. And like <laughs> it has been, and people send me bronze ones, red ones, black ones. They're like, look, it's perfect. It's just for you. I'm like, but it's not white. And okay. the reason why is... I don't want to like give too much away. I'm trying to keep it on low. Not that anyone cares, but I want to design and customize my own livery for it. Yes. Um, based off a vintage racing livery that I don't want to say spoil, but D- it's don't tech spoil. based. Yeah. So someone can figure it out. I post about the car all the time. Someone will know. Um, but I want to do kind of an homage to that car and do uh-huh. it with the 944. Um, and I just, I've always wanted to design my own livery with stickers. I do with art, but like, I want to put it on a real car and like, I don't care if people hate it. Like, I just want to do it. <laughs> so that's kind of what's next. If I can find a white 944. See, the next level is you got to start designing custom wraps for yourself. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Just right? print the wrap and then you can get whatever color 944 you want. <laughs> right. But like your, your stuff on, on <clears throat> one hell of a town is so good. You made me break one of my rules, right? Like Ooh. I, I've been a strict no stickers on my laptop guy like forever. Oh my god. Yeah. 
So I so I went off the deep end. Like I just picked up a little Dell a while ago, and so yeah. I have I've got <gasps> the McLaren. I've got the Saab. Yes. I've got the Women Belong in Motorsport, and then Heck as yeah. you. I just did. I just went ham after that with other stickers. It was like, well, while you're here, yeah, because I have all these in like a drawer, you know. Yeah. And it was like, well, I gotta put Bob's donuts on there in San Francisco, you know. That was my wife and I having one an apple fritter from there. It was like one of the best memories I've ever had, you know. That's beautiful. Yeah. So, so you made me violate like a lifetime rule of no stickers on a laptop, and I got that like. The McLaren and the Saab, and I was like, "Well, this is happening." So, you know, I'm yeah. glad I could I could do that for you. Yeah, uh, like the the keychains with the accessory on them, like the Saab 99 with the the LP and the Game Boy on the Toyota 86. Like that's such an awesome idea. I love those so Thank much. You. Yeah, yeah, and I I haven't had a chance to get it to to Ian yet, but I bought him the the little uh, K car with the little K scooter in it, right? So yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, right? Like once you learn that that's a thing that someone actually made, like how can you not <laughs> love that, right? I'm so glad. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, like all of the stuff. Yeah, it it's amazing. Yeah, Thank stickers you. are fantastic. Yeah, it's, uh, it's so awesome to see this stuff. Like, um yeah the i i love frank ocean so thank you for doing the, oh hell yeah the, oh my god yeah right um yeah so it's 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 amazing i love it I right love it. it's like it's radwood meets meme culture and it's perfect yeah right yeah try spokes um, till i die spokes like <laughs> that's the best yeah yeah thank you yeah no well um, this has already been lots of fun, but we were hoping that you would play a game with us. So we have a game that we play on the show called FMK Cars. Um, it's okay. based on the classic game of Fuck, Mary Kill, but mm-hmm. we play it with cars instead of people because we're nice. And um, uh, in this game, so F means you drive it for you. We're going to give you three cars and you have to pick, you know, FMK for, for one uh, for, for each. And then... Um, F means you drive it for a day. M means it's your new daily driver. And K means it goes to the crusher. Okay, wait, hold on. I need to write that down because I have one brain cell left. No, that's okay. That's okay. Okay, wait, so F is you drive it for one day. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then... M is it's um, your new daily driver. You're marrying it. It's your oh, wow, okay. Life. Yep. And then kill is you're killing it. You're crushing yeah, it. Yeah, you're going to have to crush one of these. And I'm sorry because I think you're going to like all three cars. So, okay, okay, I'm ready. So, uh, we're going to give you three BMW art cars to pick from. <gasps> Stop, this is the best. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> so, first up, like, I don't know where you are in the BMW art cars. These are some of my favorites, but um, uh, first, we'll give you uh, the Alexander Calder 3.0 CSL. Um, oh, God. Okay, yes. Yeah. BMW, you can hear me furiously Googling, right? So Calder's art car, right? I mean, like, come on, look at that, right? Yes, yes. Okay, so that's that's one of them. Uh, Next, I'm going to give you the Liechtenstein. uh, I think it's a three series. Uh, Uh, This is where Dave has to uh, 
type out foreign language words. It's <laughs> yeah. My I'm, oh, I love that one. Right, right. Yeah. Wait, how do you pronounce his name though? I don't want to mess it up. I I say Liechtenstein, but I'm from Missouri okay. and I can't say anything correct. But I think yeah. that's right. I yeah. No, he right. he. Okay. Yeah, he did that uh, like big uh, pop art kind of stuff. Um, like you'd know it as soon as you saw it. It's all like. Um, it's all like this, right? Like yes, the big yes, like half tone yep. stuff, right? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, and then lastly, the the third car, I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you the Jeff Coons um the M three G two. Okay. So that okay. was the uh, God, this and, is hard. Right. I'm sorry you have to kill one of these, right? That's okay. Yeah. So that that card it looks amazing but yeah so yeah so so talk us like what do you like aesthetically the most what do you think like yeah okay um honestly we're gonna crush the coons car that has to okay go. okay that's the first one out um is it the is it the is it the car itself the era of the car or is it the art style I, or is, I, or is it just know. jeff coons because you know <laughs> which is also an acceptable answer yeah, yeah. <laughs> so out of like the the newer like more modern art cars like this is probably the one i like the most right um i don't know how familiar you are with the other ones but it, it's kind of a train wreck mm -hmm. um i'm i'm gonna crush this because aesthetically like not a fan okay can't do it okay um, gotcha so then it God, comes down okay. to to f and m yeah drive it for a day or it's your daily driver do you want lichtenstein <laughs> Okay. Okay. I think I'm going to daily the Lichtenstein once because I don't I don't need it that bad. Okay. Um, and I guess I will commit to the the Coons car for the rest of my life. Or, oh, the or the Calder. I'm the, sorry, the Calder car. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Right. I I think yeah. you made a great choice. I think that's okay. exactly what I would do as well. Yeah. That thing is just so cool. Although you are committing to marrying like a race car, which is hilarious. Yeah, but, that's a um, fair point. But I mean, it's the best. Yeah, right. It's so good. Like the sh like anything with like a kind of a shark nose to it is so great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I this was the other one that he did that Calder did. It just looks like a bunch of graph paper, so I'm not much of a fan of it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I get yeah. Oh you my know, god. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's going fair. for a whole blueprint vibe, but yeah, I mean, this one is way better. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. No. That's awesome, Sid. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Sorry uh, I butchered those names. I hope no. the artists are not <laughs> ever going to listen to this. <laughs> Trust us. They won't. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, like, there's like a couple people who are going to listen to this, like tops. Yeah. <laughs> One <laughs> of them is Ian's artists. dad. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's perfect. Yeah. Um, so like, so, uh, where can people find you online? Like, give us the rundown, obviously at one hell of a town.com. You should just add to cart, like just add everything, <laughs> buy it all, you know? Yeah. Do that. We're running a promotion actually with Sid where, um, everyone pays full price for everything because that's what you should do. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> love yeah. that. Love that promotion. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. You can find me at on Instagram, it's your friend Sid, just for my photography. Um, and then the one hell of a town account is just one hell of a town. Um, if you want more of the uh, 
personality tweets, you can go on Twitter and my at is dear fella, like the animal and a fella. Um, but yeah, that's the, no, no pressure for anyone to go to those, but that's them. <laughs> yeah, no, it, we appreciate it. We're, we're giving away some stuff on the show. We, we, um, we have a thing about vanity plates. And so I will, I will like find, see people with vanity plates out in the wild. And then I will play a license plate game with Ian where I, I block them out and Ian has to guess which car yeah. has what vanity plate? And so, if do you want to do you want to let Sid play one? Since we're giving her stuff away to people who send them in, <laughs> I I could probably find one. I don't know. Like, do you have a, Do you have one handy? Yeah. Would you ever put a vanity plate on your car, Sid? And there's no wrong answer here. On my personal car? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Okay. What what car and what do you think it would say? What would you want it to say? Well, I can't. Well, the car I want to get, I can't spoil it, or it'll give away ah, delivery. Okay, <laughs> but it'll make sense. It'll I, make sense one day. Yeah, big brain. Uh huh. Yep, I know what you're talking about, and yes, it's going to be perfect. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let me see. I can, if you want to play a license plate game, I can find one here. Yes, please. I, I keep them in a folder called Ian. Don't look, and <laughs> and he doesn't. Uh, let's see here. So yeah. it's great. So the way, yeah, it's, I don't know. It's pictures of cars with the license plates blacked out and then you have to match the text of the license plate to the car and you really have to get you really have to get into like the psychology of the person (laughs) who's driving the car um or who like owns that particular car so like you got to look for context clues like i like to pay attention to you know bumper stickers obviously okay uh, license plate frames sometimes or just the level of tint on the car sometimes gives you a, a good clue too yeah i'm gonna be so bad at this that's that's okay that's all right yeah so full so, disclosure i screwed this one up real bad i didn't get a <laughs> single one. Oh god okay hold on yeah so we have at the what? top a, a wonderful bmw x3 right <laughs> yes. uh and then a ford edge with a very pink license plate frame and then down here at the bottom, this is a this is something that we're not fans of. Uh, is a Nissan Titan, but they put a Nissan GTR sticker on it. Oh no! Yeah, it's up badged, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. We call that car stanza, like George Costanza. Um, okay. Yeah, so that's a that's a car stanza. So uh, the license plates are one cool oh! cat. Uh-huh. Okay, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Wait, the misbehaving is that the bot the truck? Because it's lying? You know, that's what I said, too. And uh-huh. I was wrong. So I think <laughs> where, I went ro- where I went wrong with that mm-hmm. is that I read it as misbehaving, right? That's what I did, yeah. But I think you're supposed to read it as misbehaving. Like, yep. they're yep. saying they're also a lady. And yep. I... <laughs> <laughs> okay well right. it's hard because the top two are suvs so like i feel maybe the bmw because like moms drive those i don't really know who drives ford suvs uh, my this mother my, my mother susan drives one so susan's whipping oh, damn okay whipping around kansas city M- missouri in a ford edge and it is an awful fucking car i can tell you that <laughs> yeah. i don't know this is really hard okay if you're interpreting as misbehaving then um I don't know. I want to say the BMW, but I feel like it's wrong. Trust your gut. It's it is wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, what, yeah. what do they? 
what are they doing in the Ford, misbehaving? Uh, the, the what's she doing in there? Oh wait, wait. <laughs> Maybe I misled you. Oh no, no, no. The uh, the the Ford yeah. is yes. The Ford is misbehaving. You're exactly yes, right. Yeah. yeah. What is what is Miss comma behaving doing in there? Right. What is going on? You're exactly right. And also, I mean, like you for the truck with the one cool cat license plate, like. You know yeah. that like there's a Tommy Bahama shirt somewhere near this guy somewhere. Oh yeah, right. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like insufferable. God, I was bad at that. I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. It's <laughs> first of all, like you're trying to bring reasonable thought to things that crazy people do, right? Yes. <laughs> right. Valid. Right. So the the livery and the license plate you want, that's something a normal sane person would do, right? Okay. I feel these are, these are all maniacs or sociopaths. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So yeah. But so we're running a thing where if any of our listeners send us like three license plates, right? Or yeah. three vanity plates, then I'm sending them something from your store. So Oh, I love that. That's yeah. that's perfect behavior for my shop. Yeah, right. <laughs> Misbehaving. <laughs> right. Misbehaving. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. She's gonna be running around with a, a black ice air freshener of a sob. Yeah. So that's perfect. Yeah. No, but we we appreciate it because like it's so awesome to see somebody put such awesome like art and aesthetics and such cool stuff like like you said, you wanted it. Nobody was making it. You made it. Turns out right. a whole bunch of other people want it, Sid. And so we're we're really thankful that you're putting that stuff out there because you're making the automotive community even better. And it's it's so great to see. It's so great. That means a lot to me. Thank you. And I was super nervous coming on the podcast. I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know. I'm not that interesting. But like, it's nice hearing feedback. And neither yeah. are it means we. A lot so it's a good fit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. No, thank you so much for doing it. Yeah. We yeah, really no appreciate problem. it. Yeah. So yeah. look up Sid uh, on all the Twitters. Buy everything on onehelloftown.com. <laughs> right? Yeah. And And there you go. Yeah. Sweet. So yeah, thanks again, Sid. Uh, everybody else, uh, if you enjoyed whatever this was, uh, you know where to find us. We're on all the media, social, on the YouTubes and the iTunes and the places and the things. Uh, we love you, everybody. Goodbye. <laughs>